for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. I'm so excited to present to you the next episode of The Blind View. I'm sorry to say that I was unable to participate in this episode. I was in Las Vegas at Treasure Island, and the Wi-Fi was inferior, so I was unable to log on to the meeting. I asked my friends if they were willing to go on ahead without me, though, and they did. My friends Tim, Kim, and Bernice went on without me. And I haven't even seen it yet, guys, but I'm sure they did a great job, and I'm excited to see it. So let's get started. I'll go first. My name is Kim Parks, and I'm in Mesa, Arizona. And um, I've been on the Blind View a couple times. I'll hand it over to the next person. Uh, this is Tim Cunio. I'm out here in hot Atlanta. It's not too hot right now, thank God. And uh, this is my second or third time on The View. And uh, let's see what we can discuss today. Hi, I'm Bernice. I just recently moved to California. Used to live in Arizona. Uh, this is my first time on The Blind View. And let's see how this goes. All right. What is well, it with all these new Arizonians? How about newbies first, Bernice? Do you have a topic to discuss? Uh, yeah, we can talk about a little bit about the fires here in California. So, um, I live six, no, I live four hours away from the fires that are actually happening in San Francisco, that part of California. But lately we've get, we've gotten a lot of pollution, a lot of ashes. We can actually smell the smoke in the air. It's terrible air quality can be out for long because you start feeling like your nose or your throat starts burning. That's how bad it is. But lately today it's been clearing up little by little, but we just keep, you know, it's hopefully it turns out to be good. I think your wind has shifted from the, west now and so it's picking up moisture from the ocean and that's helping the fires out so the mm -hmm. fires are supposed to be getting under control this weekend hopefully yes hopefully. it actually is helping with that can you do you feel it like in do you feel it in the air too is it like a, do you feel like ash or anything like that um when the fires first did start yes you could feel the ash in the air um, it's terrible. It's like you're actually there at the fires. It's like it gets on your clothes. Like someone told me the other day, I was wearing a black sweater and they were like, oh, you have white little flakes on you. I'm like, oh, it's probably from the fire. That's that how bad, bad it is. That are bad dandruff. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so last night, um, my, uh, we were coming from my aunt's house and on the freeway, we had tons of fire departments parked on top of the bridges over the freeway. Um, they were all standing on the fire trucks. This is what someone described to me last night. And you know, just like they were, you know, like saying like they're fighting our fires for us. You know, it's like we would honk when we would pa we would pass by them under them. It was really nice. It was a fun thing to do last night. Um, they're true so are, heroes. Uh, are there a they're lot of people? Heroes. Sorry, Tim. Go ahead. Are there a lot of people um, trying to put out fires that aren't firefighters? Have you heard that? Um, I've actually heard that they were trying to get inmates and stuff like that. We've actually had the other day, I heard um, on the Spanish news, because my grandma, you know, she watches the news, that 10 of the firefighters from Mexico came to fight the fires. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Well, that's nice of them. Yeah. They're all heroes. They're putting their lives on the line battling these flames and it seems like we go through this every year and uh i've heard the reasons why we have these bad fires out there is because of the uh the underbrush is not being taken care of by the state like other states do and 
So like if a tree rots and it gets old and it dies, it sits there for 15, 20 years and it just dries out and it actually has kindling. And these fires are fed by that. They don't clean up the forest. And if they did that, it would really help out California. But uh, the environmentalists won't let them do that. And that's a shame. They said that this is, this is, the, this is only the beginning. They said there's going to be more fires. Yeah. Wow. So they start taking care of the forest. There's going to be a lot more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, hopefully they'll get their act in the gear in California, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Well, maybe I should. There's smoke everywhere. It's sad. And there's a it lot of people sad. that can't leave their homes. Well, it's like up in Oregon. I talked to somebody yesterday, and they they're, some of the fires in Oregon are being set on purpose. Right. by uh, people and they've some have, people have been arrested for doing the fires so yeah um don't know if it's part of the protest i don't know i don't want to say it is but I just find it funny and ironic that these fires are being set on purpose but those fires when they first sorry kim when they first started um the sky looked very orange yeah. very very orange like our skies here I may be far away, but our skies look very like a like a yellow, orangey color, and it oh, looked wow. it looked like the world was coming to an end. That's how it looked like. Oh, it it was crazy, and I was like, I woke up, and all you see is like this orangey sky and stuff, and it was just like wow. And then my aunt was telling me that there was pictures on the internet where the fires are actually happening, that the skies look like they're on fire too. What did you think? Were you, did, before you knew it was fire, did you, what, what would you think that is that's causing the sky to turn that color? If I would have never thought these fires were going on, I honestly felt like I was back in Arizona with a huge monsoon, a dust storm. That's how, okay. it, that's how it reminded me. I was just like, what? Are we starting to have monsoons here in California too? And so I turned on the news and I seen the fires. <laughs> You're dealing with fires and I'm dealing with hurricanes. So it's crazy. How many hurricanes have you had over there now, Tim? Uh, this will be the second tropical storm that's gone through us in the past uh, three months. That's what, it seems like it's been a lot. Supposed to get six to nine inches, and uh, they announced this morning that our rain surplus here in Atlanta, if it doesn't rain for the rest of the year, we'll still have a surplus. So uh, we can go dry for the rest of the year, and we'll be all right. But uh, we're going to get some good rain tonight. <laughs> Do you have a garden? <laughs> no, no gardens. I don't have a green thumb. I Are you prepared? Am I prepared for it? Are you prepared uh, with battery packs or something, you know? Just well, it's just going to be mainly just a rain event. The wind's supposed to be maybe 20, 30 miles an hour. If the power goes out, uh, it might be go out for a day like it did the last one. But uh, okay. there's nothing. I got batteries and stuff like that. I'll make sure my cell phones are all charged and I have my battery backups. So well, I'm good. I'll be all right. That's good. You guys both have guide dogs. Um, I don't. Why not? Um, <laughs> I know. I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you think your, your lives have um, improved because of your guide dogs? Well, for me personally, when I was out with a cane, just I still had some vision left. But when people saw me with a the cane, they were scared to death of me. They, um, they back away or they run away from me. And I felt like I was isolated even though I was out in public. With the guide dog, everybody approaches me, asks questions, it's all about the dog, of course. 
<laughs> it seems like I'm accepted more now with the dog than I am with the cane. Yeah. Um, I feel more secure with the dog. Um, and it's nice to have some, I've had human people guide me and they still run me into stuff and I still get a busted lip or something because they don't, they don't know how to do it. The guide dog does. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's just totally different. And I guess she loves me. I don't know. Um, I do give her some treats once in a while, but, uh, I, I <laughs> yes, I feed her. And, uh, uh, the, the trade off, I, there, I'm so glad I did it. And I, I would do it again in a heartbeat if I give that choice again. Yeah. So, um, for, uh, when, you know, like, like I'm a bounce off Tim, what he said, like, yeah, when we had a cane, it was a lot of people looked at you crazy. A lot of people didn't want to help you. A lot of people thought that, you know, they were scared of the cane, you know? Yeah. Like Tim said, um, that thought you're going to trip them or I don't know. They thought the cane was scary. (laughs) And when I got, when I got my dog, um, it was just totally different. It was a life changing experience. I was freaked out at first. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is a big responsibility. Oh my God. I got to pick up poop every day. What am I? (laughs) (laughs) That was my least worry. Actually, I was more worried about where am I going to leave him when I go travel places and I can't take him, you know, who's going to take care of him. Like I am, like I do. So, you know, I was just like, but when I first put my hand on that harness and he started pulling me around things, and stuff and people were telling me he just pulled you around a trash can a pole this and this and that you know something you would find with your cane and I was just like wow I would have never knew that that trash can or that bench was there or that car you know I would have never knew that was there if I never got a guide dog but it's it's a very life-changing experience you know it's gave me a lot of more independence. I already had independence, but I had, I got more and I enjoy traveling with him. It's a partner that you're not by yourself. You're, you can't sit there and pet your cane on a plane and be like, it's okay. You know, well you can, but they'll (laughs) probably put a straight jacket on you when you landed. (laughs) But you know, I, you know, it's, it's amazing because it's like, I travel to new places. I don't know that, you know, I've never been there, but with a dog, it's like, it feels like you've been there before because he just pulls you around things and you don't got to worry. When I used to have a cane, I flew, my first convention was to Orlando and I flew with the cane. I had a cane at the time. That was my first NFB convention. So when I went, I was freaked out. You know, I've never been to Orlando and I had a cane. So I was like, oh my goodness, like, how am I going to do this? I have a cane, you know, but then I went to Vegas. I had my dog Tostito and it was just a different experience, you know, going through the airport, getting around the hotels. You um, felt confident. You felt confidence in yourself and, that you can go anywhere you want to while you're at the hotel with the cane. You can still go everywhere, but you're always questioning, where am I going? Am I headed in the right direction? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But the thing about Vegas is there's, this, there's a lot of steps and stuff. So with oh, the gotcha. cane, I think I would have been tripping everywhere, but with my dog, I know I would. <laughs> well, we need to get you a dog, Kim. I've had dogs my whole life and I kind of actually feel free not having a dog. (laughs) I feel free having one. So I guess it's your, your own perspective, I guess. Right. I mean, it's nice now I can go to the, the, to the doctor without calling somebody and have them go with me. I go ride Lyft 
I just asked him, "Do I, where's my door at? Is it left or right? And he said, oh, your door's on the left. I get out. I say, Glacier, find door on left. Boom, she takes me right to it. I no longer have to sit there and search for the door anymore. I just yeah, go. touching she the takes windows me, and everything. Yes. Yep, hitting everything else with it. And yep. some people, that's, that's what they want. It's what they want. But for me, I love having a guide dog. What would you? What do you say to people that think that it's abusive to put animals in working positions? My dog wants to be worked. Whenever I put my shoes on, she tackles me, ready to go. She wants to work. She, she. Tomorrow it's going to rain for thirty-six hours. She is going to be bored, huffing and puffing around the house because she's not outside working. She loves it. And so, what about you, Bernice? I, um, same. You know, like every time, you know literally like I have his harness hanging and stuff and he'll go try to he'll go move it with his nose like come on let's go let's go like I want to get out let's go for a walk let's go you know somewhere it's like it's amazing how these dogs you know they love to they love their job because they know they're gonna get treats (laughs) and you gotta (laughs) you gotta realize these guide dogs choose to be a guide dog they're they are able to retire when they want to they choose the field where i got her from only three out of ten dogs make it and they literally choose to do this and like i said when she's done she'll let me know and i'll get another one and she can be a normal dog but she gets her downtime she's a dog she gets to play she got the toys she is a rotten spoiled dog (laughs) I don't say dog. I say dog with a W with a W. I literally threw a birthday party for my dog. Yes. I saw your dog YouTube video a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Mine's not that spoiled. (laughs) But It's just to each his own. I can understand why somebody wouldn't want a guide dog. It is a responsibility, but for me and for Bernice, it seems like, the benefits yes. outweigh everything. And yeah, it is an expense, but it's not the expense I thought it was going to be. So oh, that's good. Uh, I'll, I'll Glacier work for another six, seven, eight years and I'll, I will get me another one. So that's, that's what's going to happen for me. Okay. Yes. Poor Kim doesn't have one though. But we'll have to get her <laughs> it's okay. Kim got her King collection. I do well, have a got, cane collection. <laughs> how many canes do you have? Oh, um, well, I'm, I'm actually trying out what's called a no-jab cane right now. And it is um, not my favorite, honestly. Um, oh, I've seen your video, Kim. Did you? It has a spring in the handle, and it hits every single crack and gets stuck in every single crack. And it bounces. It's called but a no jab. It retracts. Yeah, because it's supposed to not jab you in the side. Well, that hurt. <laughs> but well, I would been... rather it just bounce out of the crack and it doesn't. <laughs> I've been hit I've been hitting in the area that doesn't isn't too good for a guy before with a cane. That's horrible. But oh. uh they've got all kinds of new canes now. It's got sonars on it, they beep and they mm-hmm. vibrate and it's got the GPS built in and everything like that. I think that's a little overkill now since GPS is on your phone and stuff like that. But, hey, if you want to use one like that, you can. You can go out and buy Yeah, it. there's so many options out there. And that's why I was like, I'm going to try it. I'll test it out. Why not? I like, I like my long white cane, honestly, the best. But don't get me wrong, Kim. I still use my cane, too. I honestly give Tostito a break, and I use my cane – I still keep up my cane skills and stuff. Well, you need to keep your oh, cane, cane skills. That's good. Me, 100% of the time, I use the dog. So, uh, <laughs> she won't let me leave the house. So. <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom without a dog trailing me. I take a shower. I get out of the shower. She's sitting at the floor next to the shower waiting me for you to get out. So the other night she was taking this. I woke out and she's, she's uh, snoring in the door. Right there beside the shower. 
She's like, are we going somewhere now? <laughs> no, is it, it, no. Okay, my topic. Your topic. People, my topic, Netflix. Oh, my low. Have you all heard about this show called Cuties? Oh, my gosh. I've heard about it, but <laughs> I don't get it. It is very, it is very graphic. Little 11-year-old girls out there doing booty, shaking their booties, and it is very, um, very nasty. And that's stuff why they're that, calling for it to come off the air. Yes, that's why they're calling. And J, this is stuff that J-Lo, which is very, she's very sexy, but she can do it. She's legal. But these girls are 11, 12-year-old girls out there acting like they're J-Lo's. And I, I can tell you right now that there's a lot of uh, sick men out there watching the shows right now and getting off whatever they want to in their fantasies in their head with it. It's pretty well, bad. And it's, especially since people are home. Yep. But, that's uh, a terrible since, show to put out during this time. Well, that's why I canceled my Netflix subscription yesterday because I can't support an organization that's paying for these, these Netflix specials because I feel like I'm helping paying for it. But uh, I can't do it. I don't think children should be uh, put out like that and uh, exploited like that. Right. So uh, that's just my personal opinion. And uh, it's pretty rough. I've, I was shocked within about five minutes of the show. It's pretty bad. It, it, it's like, well, and people wonder why there's child pornography and why we have um, child slave trafficking and all of these horrific things involving exploitation of children. But there's shows like this that are supposed to be reality based. And well, it's, it's little girls. Yeah, it's it's moms trying to make little girls look like little women um, and not even ladies, but, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's pretty rough. That's another topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I canceled my, my, my subscription. And, uh, I, you know, there's a lot of people who's doing that right now because it's very, very explicit. Wow. And I think it's in French and I think there's subtitles if I if I'm correct. So Oh. Could be French. I don't I don't know my languages. I barely know English. But, uh, <laughs> you you're speaking southern very well. Yeah, I can speak southern pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Bernice? About the show? Yeah. Well, like I said, they're making these little girls, like, grow up too fast and showing them all that and stuff. At that age, I didn't even know nothing like that, you know? Me either. I was, I was still playing with dolls and stuff. So, <laughs> running around, being a kid, you know, Run, jumping on cars, climbing on trees. Cause you have a little sister, right? I actually, <clears throat> I actually have an 18 year old sister, a four and a five year old. So wow. how would you feel if they were dancing like that or showing their themselves off like that in public? Oh no. I, that's honestly like the other day I seen, um, I was FaceTiming with my mom the other day and I was like, why is my sister wearing that? You know, she was wearing like a, a little shirt that was tied in the front. And I'm like, they're too little to be wearing that. Uh -huh. And I was just like, no, you know, but I wouldn't, I can't, you know, I can't see my little sisters doing that. Honestly, I would be very mad about that because you can't make, you can't show these little girls at a young age to do all this. Right. And stuff so it's like that's something you you know that's stuff you learn about later on you know when you're older not when you're like 12 or 13 years old exactly we don't keep our children um innocent enough anymore yeah their innocence well, it's just exactly. like those those new laws that was passed in california and signed into law last week about uh yes 
the uh, if you're like a 19 year old and you have sex with an 11 year old girl and she says it's okay to do it, it's a misdemeanor and it's you're not charged as for a sex crime. And you know, as long as it's within 10 years, mm-hmm. within 10 years, and wow. and rumor has it they're going to probably extend that to 15 years in the next couple of years. Oh, so it awful. just it's it's sick, and we're letting our children are growing up too fast as it is. We need to slow it down, but exposing the kids with this kind of music and and the dancing that they do on this show is just horrific. But society seems like it's crumbling within itself. So like the new song, I don't know if you guys heard the new song of Cardi B. Mm-mm. Oh no, I've heard that it's it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you have time, you, it's like something you, you're, these young kids shouldn't be listening to. But they all do. Exactly. They idolize. That that's what they they think they're supposed to be listening to. And that's see. And when I was a kid, I remember people being so afraid that children were going to be so influenced by watching too many t- TV shows or cartoons. And then it became, then it gradually became, kids are going to be influenced by video games. And there were so many studies that they were starting um, to see if that was really true. And now we're seeing the ramifications of that in society and the lack of parenting because parents are now deciding that it's okay for their kids to be raised by an Xbox or by, um, television yeah yes and these kids have no concept of reality it's just sad they don't know what it is to go run around and get scratches and stuff like that and climb on no one right no one wants to play outside they don't have an imagination anymore there's no imagination they don't want to use it no so what's wrong with kids these days so yeah and there's a lot of obese kids out there because of it it's so, sad i mean when you got oh. five or six year, i know a child that's on uh cholesterol medication for gosh sakes he's five oh years my old. gosh wow and it's, that's ridiculous yeah i know a little girl too she's only seven years old and she's on that medication too and her mom literally gives her only coke to drink not water. That's not good. There are parents that are afraid to say no. That's because they'll dial 911 and say, I'm being child abused. Oh, yeah. yeah but uh, as parents need to get over that fear. They're still parents. Well, there's a generation that doesn't get whippings anymore. And, and uh, that's why we got kids the way we got kids now. When I woke up, when I was raised up, I got whoopings. Boy, I got whoopings. But I love my dad today, and I respect my dad today because of those whippings. And uh, you don't beat a child, but you give them a whipping. And uh, when, when I, my kids were growing up, I gave them three whacks, and that was it. I didn't go past three, and it seemed to do very well. But I can guarantee you my kids respect me today still. And uh, it says in the Bible, uh, if you don't give a kid a whipping, you, your kid won't be the, you know, I can't remember what the quote in the Bible is. If you don't give them the staff, you're going to throw away the kid. I mean, the kid's got to have a whipping. They got to lo- learn what life's about. And uh, well, spare the rod, spare the child, basically. There have to be consequences for our actions. Because as we become adults, we know there are always consequences for wrong actions and we have to pay the price and if we don't learn that lesson as a child it's a lot harder to swallow that pill as an adult and some adults never understand and they're well, never able to get understand it's still be done in today's society with the protesters some of them are released immediately after they're arrested but mm-hmm. apparently those tables are turned in uh I believe in Pennsylvania yesterday, I saw Fox News that the, uh, the protesters have a $1 million bond or bail. A judge threw it at them a Lancaster, in Lancaster. And so now they got to pay $1 million just to get out of jail. They ain't nobody going to flip that bill. So they're going to hopefully be prosecuted. And 
Because daddy ain't writing that check. No. So that everybody needs to learn that, you know, for your consequences, what you do in life, you got to pay the consequences. And mm-hmm. uh, it's time to start t- tightening down the, the screws on everybody who's doing all these protesting. And, and then enough's enough. And everybody's tired of turning it on every night. First thing you hear about is coronavirus and, and the protesting and everything against Donald Trump and that, in that order. So nothing but negative, 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 mm-hmm. negative, and nothing about the positive things that are happening. Well, the positive things like yesterday with the signing of the peace treaty between Israel and two new countries in, in, in Arabia, you know, the newscast ABC didn't even talk about it last night because it's positive stuff, peace in the Middle East. But uh, it's never mentioned on there because that would be good news for Donald Trump. So mm-hmm. everybody keeps hushed about it. So uh, it's just That's it's why they sad. just keep the negativity on the news. They don't want no positivity. Well, I believe the news is about to lose its power. If Donald Trump is reelected, the local news and CNN, all these are about to lose their power with America because all we've been fed is negativity and lies. And they are quickly finding out that America's a, we're sick of them. And everybody needs to start clicking that TV off and quit watching your CNNs and your CNNBCs. And because when you watch the news, you are still actually getting somebody's opinion because they're just telling right. you what they want you to hear and not telling you what you need to know. Right. So that's why I don't watch the news anymore. I get all my news from the internet, I do my own research, and I find out the facts. And the facts will set you free, not your news. Exactly. Are either one of you Bible readers? Oh, I am. No. So, the signing in the Middle East, um, the treaty, do you believe any of the stuff that's been going around, too, about how that puts us in the book of, is it the book of Revelation? Well, when Donald Trump put art, the capital of Jerusalem in Revelations, it talks about Jerusalem becomes the capital. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump fulfilled that, that uh, prophecy. Prophecy. And that is the last thing that's got to be done before the rapture happens. So uh, Donald Trump is part of pathetic, prophetic prophecy in the Bible. And, uh, so it's being set up. This coronavirus is probably part of it, too. Everybody's got to wear masks and everything. You're being trained. You can't go to a store unless you've got a mask on. Well, one day, according to the Bible, you're going to have, you're going to have the 6-6 number on your forearm, your forearm or, your, or your, uh, on your head. And without that, you can't buy, sell, or anything. So, you know... I wonder, do you, do you wonder if people throughout history have thought these things before too, like during the Spanish bird flu, when people had to wear masks then and it was mandated, or do you, or like during um, uh, the Holocaust in Germany and people were, you know, um, do you, do you think people thought that then? They may have, but if you believe in the Bible and you go by the prophecy, a lot of the prophecy hadn't happened yet. Israel was not a nation yet. Israel has to be a nation for the for the for the tribulation to happen, and uh, it hadn't been formed till I think 1945, I believe, is when the state of Israel or no 55. So until then, it couldn't happen because Israel hadn't become a country yet good point so no <laughs> for me pernice is like uh, <laughs> uh this is way off this is way ahead of her tim didn't know that stuff <laughs> but uh, no it, it's interesting times right now uh, we already are in the cashless society nobody carries cash anymore they're going, to, they're going to use that, this coronavirus or any other viruses. The reason why you shouldn't carry cash because you're going to be spreading the disease with the cash. So, exactly. Um, they're getting away from it. What do, you, what do you think about people saying that the coronavirus is political? I think it's political in the way that people are acting 
with the mandates and stuff like Michigan, it's all shut down still. New uh, North Carolina, it's all shut down. It's being done on purpose because they want to hurt the economy. They want to hurt everybody, so they blame Donald Trump for all this. And he's not the problem. Here in Georgia, we're open. The economy here is really good. Uh, my home was worth 135000 last year. Now it's worth 195000 in one year. Oh, it's gone awesome. up that much. And just the economy here is, we were told we were going to have a, a billion dollars in a deficit this year. We ended up only having like $200 million. So that's nothing for the state of Georgia. So, but we opened up earlier. We remember we were getting ridiculed because we opened up earlier than any other state. And we're doing very well here. Arizona is doing really well, too, which um, our deficit isn't as as bad as everyone thinks it is based on what they're hearing from the media as well. Because um, we heard from a senator at the NFB state convention, and he gave it to us flat that we have um, knocked our our debt in down and we haven't tapped into our rainy day fund. So that's, well, that's good. Yeah. And we don't want to talk about the deficit in California. <laughs> I'm not it's, bi- it's billions and billions of dollars, which yeah. right now the, which, which now the Nancy Pelosi wants the American people bail out California, Illinois, New Jersey, and New York with all those, uh, those pensions that they can't pay for. So, and she's losing, she's losing that, that the the, uh, American people do want to bail out these big states. If they would signed up for that, they can't write checks. They shouldn't have done it, but they did. So they're going to have to live with it and we're not bailing them out. So that's why that's what's the holdup right now on the next stimulus is Nancy Pelosi wants to bail out all these big liberal states because they have trillions of dollars of pensions they can't pay for. And so they want the American people to pay for these pensions. And we're not going to do that. That's not how that works. Well, it does when you're a liberal. (laughs) But we'll see. I believe in the next two or three weeks, we'll have a new stimulus package. And uh, something's going to happen. Yeah. Something has to happen because Nancy Pelosi is losing it. She's losing the battle. American people are getting ticked off right now. And they're yeah. seeing who the people are who is being uh, got the foot in the door and you know, won't get out of the way. That's true. Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12 and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now back to the blind view. Bernice, you got anything to add to that? No. You're a California <laughs> girl. Or are you just transplanted from Arizona? Just from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like so, living in California? Uh, it's different. It's more noisier. It's louder. Is it cooler? Uh, It's humid. (laughs) And you have an ocean. (laughs) Yeah. Have I visited that? No. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No. Well, the water out there is cold in California, so. um, Yeah, I like the water in the East Coast, though. The water's a little bit more warm in the East Coast. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the best is the Gulf of Mexico. That's the best water right there. It's nice and blue and the white sandy beaches. The Atlantic yeah, side's not that pretty. It's kind of, it looks nasty. Well, the one I've been to looks nice. 
Which one did you go to? Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach or Virginia? No, Virginia Beach. As Virginia, that's right. That was last year. That beach is nice. That's all right. <laughs> I, I went to St. Simon's Island about seven or eight weeks ago, and it was all right. Me and my that's guide dog got kicked off the beach, though. But uh, Why? Oh, because they... Uh, there's a rule there that no dogs are on the beach between nine and six o'clock. It's not and a dog though. It's a service I, dog. We had that discussion. He goes, well, you need to put the harness on the dog or you have to leave the beach. And I looked at him and said, well, that's a $200 harness. I ain't going to ruin my harness. So I had enough at the beach anyway. So I left. Oh, okay. Hmm. Me and my, me and my speedos, we left. <laughs> 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 I think everybody on the beach was happy I left. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> wow. But I've been doing some traveling. I've been to last week I went to Michigan, I went to Wisconsin, and I went to Minneapolis. Yes, I flew and it was a good flight and the, the airports were busy and there was a lot of people on the plane. So America is moving. Even though the Democrats are Democrats are telling you we're all going to die. We're all going to die. No, we're not. We're all going to be just fine. Just take, take no. your precautionaries. Just watch yeah. what you touch. And when you touch something, put some stuff on your hands and put a mask on it. You'll be just fine. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and see, and that's, that's just common sense. It's not the government telling you what you have to do. It's common sense. Common sense. But you know what? There's a lot of people out there with no common sense. I know somebody who hasn't been out of her house since March. Uh, since March. What? She's so scared to death to go out of her house. See, I oh, worry about what? the mental stability of people right now because the media has made this so bad. They oh. have. They have traumatized a lot of people that don't even want to leave their house. Yeah. And now they won't. It's, uh, it's crazy. They're telling people if you're going to have the, if you're going to get it on with your spouse or whatever to have a mask on. No. That's, yeah. What? You got to wear a mask. No. Yeah. They no. got it. They're suggesting you put a mask what? on so you don't give them COVID-19. That's ridiculous. Kiss me, baby, through the mask. Yeah. Let me cut a hole in it or something. But, <laughs> but yeah, they want you to wear a mask when you're having sex now. So that's what they're telling all the college students out here in Georgia. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sexy right there, I guarantee. <laughs> people are carrying everything out to the extremes because they can, because people are stupid. They people are stupid. Are. They're being led like sheep down a hallway, and you're going to be led to slaughter. That's all you're going to do. Everybody needs to get out of it, get out, get out and learn the facts. It's the exactly. age-old question, are you going to be a wolf or are you going to be a sheep? <laughs> Well, I'm going to be a wolf. I'm not going to howl either. I'm not going to howl, though. <laughs> Might scare my dog. Yeah, don't scare your dog. <laughs> well, how many out here like the NFL? Are you watching the NFL, Kim? No. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if it was any different. But the replays that I was listening to... The other day, it sounded like there were a lot of people in the stands. They're, 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 what I've heard, they're, uh, they're putting, just like baseball is, they're funneling noise in to make okay. them sound like there's people there. There's nobody there. And okay. actually, I'm not watching it. I'm boycotting the NFL because of their protesting going on. I and, heard a lot uh, of people doing that. Their rates, their TV ratings on Sunday night was down 28%. Yeah. That's a lot. And if it keeps up like that, the NFL is going to have to do something because they cannot continuously keep losing viewerships. And I want America to keep on boycotting the NFL. Well, yeah. Um, they need a wake-up call as far as we're paying our players extreme amounts of money so that they can be opinionated about things that they don't even understand. I mean, I, I watch sports to get away from it. And when I'm sitting there watching sports and I'm being told 
that I need to apologize for me for being white, that ain't happening. Right. I'm not going to sit there and be ridiculed for four hours so I can watch a football game. Not going to happen. Yeah. And trust me, I was pissed off that what happened to George Floyd, it shouldn't have happened. I'm with you all oh, the way all. on that. And I was appalled by it. But once the rioting started, you lost me. And uh, everybody in that situation was at fault, even George Floyd. But the police officer should have never put his knee on the back of his neck. Absolutely and, uh, not. So all of them were to blame of that, not just one person. Right. Bernice, I know you don't watch the NFL, do you? Well, I have to listen to it so I know all about it. Like, from <laughs> what's his name? So you'll be a 49er fan now. No, he's actually a Dallas Cowboys. Oh, well, then he's, well, I would say, I would say he's a smart man, but I'm not nobody a fan anymore. So I used to be a Dallas Cowboy fan also. Oh. Back in the good old days. Yeah, they were playing here. They were playing here in California the other night. Yeah, they lost hard. Yeah, they lost though at the new stadium. Yeah, a stadium that nobody was there, and they spent four billion dollars (laughs) for. Well, that's going to happen in Vegas too for the Raiders. I think the only teams that's allowed to have anybody in the stands is Kansas City, Dallas, and Houston. The rest of the other teams are not allowed to have uh, fans in the stands. Yeah, I know. I know people that had season tickets here to the Cardinals. They all got canceled. Yeah, but Georgia, Georgia football, go dogs! The you know the big boys. They're going to have thirty thousand people in their stands starting two weeks from Saturday. We got football starting up here. That's the only football I'm going to watch is college football. That's good. You don't know nothing about college, do you? No, they're gonna they're gonna need a lot of support. Yeah, well, yeah, those I'm, ones I'll, are. I'll be watching college football, so uh, I'm excited about that. Because if those programs die down, then there's no future for any kind of professional sports. Well, the colleges are gonna muddle through it. They've got a plan out there, uh, coronavirus and stuff like that. They're gonna get their season in. And um, I don't really care about the NFL anymore. So, yeah, it's whatever. It's kind of a it's time to um, evolve in the NFL, maybe, well, and, the, you know, the NFL has become more of a me, me, me uh, situation anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why I like college. College football is better because it's a team effort. It's all about team. Nobody gets paid any money. Everybody right. learn, earns their scholarship. But in football, you got one guy that's making uh, $60 million this year, and you got another guy that's making $250,000. You and, have a lot of prima donnas. <laughs> yeah, prima donnas that are not real heroes. Matter of fact, they're all cowards in my eye. Yeah. And except for one that was an Arizona Cardinal player who left and went to the Iraq war and actually died there at Tillman. He's a hero. He's a true hero of the NFL. And when you can't put his name on the back of a helmet right now is a disgrace. And right now the NFL is nothing but a disgrace. When the, the five police officers were killed in Dallas four or five years ago, shot the Dallas Cowboys wanted to put the names on the back of helmets and the NFL refused it. They said, no, you can't have that. But now we're allowed to have criminals on the back of helmets? That doesn't make sense. No, exactly. we're supporting the wrong Americans. Well, when, the good become, when evil becomes good and good becomes evil, your society will not last long. And right now, right. that's what's happening to our society. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will not... I will not give any money to anybody anymore from the NFL. And if enough Americans do it, we can make a change. All you Donald Trump fans out there need to boycott the NFL. But that's my personal opinion. Everyone's entitled to it. You got that, Skippy. 
So you guys ready to vote? We got less than 50 days. That's right. You going to vote, Bernice? I am. You going to do an absentee or are you going to do How does in that California? work in California? How does that work? Yeah. Are you going to do a uh, voting poll? No, you're just turning your ballots. Oh, you're doing the mail-in ballots in California? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, make sure your vote counts. I heard that if you put a stamp on it, it has to count as first-class mail as yes. opposed to, yeah, as opposed to the free no stamp required. <laughs> yeah, if you put a stamp on it. It definitely is like a VIP. Yeah, everybody needs thing. to put a stamp on your ballot if you're doing a mail-in ballot. Uh -huh. And uh, don't use the free postal on there. That way yes. it gets through. Otherwise, it might take four or five days. And if you mail that sucker two days before the election, your vote may not count. Exactly. So no, get it. Don't do it last minute. No, you need to vote at least a week out. Don't vote now. Wait for the debate. Don't do any voting until the debates. But that's what everybody needs to do. I'm going to go down to the poll and vote on election day myself. Did you all hear about that lady? And I believe it was in Wisconsin. And she went in to vote and she had a uh, McCain uh, Trump shirt on. And really? they said, ma'am, you can't have that on because it's political. She just took it off, had no bra underneath or anything. <laughs> but she had her mask on. So her... Her top, her boobs were hanging out everywhere. And the guy, is, everybody was laughing. They said if there was kids in there, they would have called the police. But there was no kids in there, so they went ahead and let her vote. And, she was uh, complying. Yeah, and she goes, is this okay? Is this, is this better? And the guy goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> so she voted with no top on. I would have passed out. And I would have took a picture, too. <laughs> Then it's not anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But she said, you know, uh, the, where she was voting at, Donald Trump wasn't on the ballot. But uh, she said she still had to take it off, and she did. She's not bashful. That's my kind of woman right there. <laughs> That's funny. Tim's like, where is she at? Talk to her. I, I need her phone number. <laughs> you said it, Wisconsin. <laughs> well, that's, well, yeah, that's all. I, that's the only information I know. <laughs> that's more than we knew. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, uh, it's crazy time we live in. But everybody needs to go out and vote, and you really need to think about the future of your country. And what that person that you're voting for will do for your country. Will it make it worse? Will it make it better? And you yeah. need to think about the future of America, not just tomorrow, but what will happen with this vote four or five, six years from now. Right. And you need to really look at, examine what the possible, and be listening to what people are hinting that other people that they may hire to work for them, what they're saying, like uh, Bernie Sanders wants to raise everybody's taxes. Bernie mm -hmm. Sanders wants to take away people's homes and, and take away their homes and give it to other people. He wants possessions. So you need to really think about it. You may not like the guy you're voting for, but he sometimes is the lesser of the two evils. And right now my vote's for Donald Trump, and it will always be Donald. He wasn't my first choice. He wasn't my second choice. He's my only choice. And that's the way it is for me. Is there sometimes I wish he would shut up? Yes. There's sometimes I wish Donald don't say that. Why'd you say that? But he's human of, and he has reactions. And he's not a politician. He does. Exactly. He, he's unfiltered. And some people love that. Sometimes I do like it and sometimes I don't. But he's unfiltered and he's not polished and he's going to get my vote because the other al alternative is a disaster. And, uh, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, Donald Trump would have won in the landslide. But because of coronavirus, 
Uh, it's not he's he's doing. He'll probably win, but it's going to be a squeaker. Well, our our right to vote is our voice as American people. So we need to make our voice known. And I think um, that's the important thing about voting is make sure you vote so that your opinion counts. Yep, your opinion. And I believe if, if the Democrats get in control, we'll become a one-party nation. That scares me to death. And that's, it, that's what, what's happening in California. California is now a one-party state. And once there's one party, you don't have a voice anymore. Uh-uh. It's, uh, it's going to be taken away. And I believe, really, truly believe we're that close to becoming a one-party state, a one-party country. And uh, that scares the bejesus out of me. But, you know, if, if, if that's what America wants, sometimes you might regret what you get later on. Yeah. Everybody keeps talking about how bad America is. They don't know what a bad is. Let's go to China. Go to fly to China and see how many freedoms they don't have. You get shot. Go to go to Iran. They cut your hands off. They they put you in prison. They take you in the prison in North Korea for taking a poster down. You get tortured. Uh, there's a lot of countries out there that you don't know what bad is until you go to those countries. Well, and, and people will work their entire lives to come here from other countries. They want to come to America because it's great. Because it's the only life. It's the only lifeboats out there. Yes. Everybody wants to come to America. If we're so bad, why does everybody want to come here? Black, white, whatever color you are, you're welcomed in America. If you come here legally and you take care of your own and you take care of your own business and you, you supply your own food, you take care of everything you're supposed to do. Don't come here and get put on the system. And there's a lot of people come over just for to get put on the system. And there's not enough working right now to supply the system and uh, that's what's scary i mean we already got a 28 trillion dollar deficit right now and one day we're going to have to pay that bill and mm-hmm. taxing the rich is not going to pay that bill no there's not enough money i think i did a figure the other day with the population of the world everybody in the world would have to give the united states eight thousand dollars a person to pay off our national debt. That's everybody that's breathing on this planet. That's Tim, how much we you, owe. Have you ever researched um, when the last time our national debt was actually paid off? I believe it's never been paid off. Correct. I, it, I believe we just paid off the Spanish War 10 years ago. Yeah. And that was Correct. back in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So we're, we've been paying on that. We haven't even paid off World War One and World War Two yet, because all we do is pay the interest. That's we never pay. You try getting a credit card and you just pay what interest was charged. Your amount keeps going up and up and up, and your payment keeps going up and up and up. Right. And everybody just thinks taxing the rich is going to pay that off. No, it will not. They're and the rich tax- can, the rich are rich enough they'll leave. And then guess who's left here when the rich end up in another country? We are, because we can't get out of here. Uh-huh. So we need the rich. It, yes, it, it sucks that I'm not rich, but without the rich, poor, poor people don't have jobs. And we, I never met a poor person who ever created a job. It's always somebody that's got the money and the brains to make a company work. And they should benefit from that risk and the education that they got. So um, the poor, uh, rich people don't need poor people. Poor people need rich people because they pay our salaries. And, thus, and then it creates a middle class. Yeah, well, the middle ca- class is going to pay for it big time with Joe Biden in office. He's going to I, they're not going to exist anymore. No, they, they want to shrink the middle. They hate the middle class. They hate us. Mm-hmm. And it's been shrinking for years, but it'll be not. It kind of expanded with it expanded with Donald Trump. Donald Trump. It did. It did actually. Mm-hmm. 
It, I agree more, with you. More manufactured jobs were replaced by Donald Trump after Barack Obama said, you're going to need a magical wand to create all these jobs. And guess what? He did it. He created 495,000 new jobs before COVID-19. And guess what? Those jobs are still going into effect right now. So he has turned this country around, but COVID-19 has thrown a wrench in it. But I heard this morning that the economy grew 30% last month. So the economy is starting to turn around again, and that's yeah. starting to scare the Democrats. Because they, well, want, and, sorry. they want the worst-case scenario on November the 3rd. And on November, November the 4th, they're going to open everything up. You watch. Yeah. Because then, it'll, then they can say, see, it was political. It's all political. Everything out of Washington is political, whether it's on the right or the left. It's always political. They're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. So we just need to meet in the middle and have an agreement that we don't agree, but let's figure this crap out together. And there's right. no, that's not going on anymore. And we need a lot of middle people more than we need far left and far right. There's no bipartisanship, and that's what's no sad. That's they that's say they're work. They're, they say they're trying to work together, and then nothing happens. You know the old saying: "The united we stand, divided we fall." Well, we're all divided mm-hmm. right now, and this yeah. country's going to fall. I I we saw can't. a video. I saw a video today from Glenn Beck. He believes there's a, there's going to be a civil war starting in January if Donald Trump's elected. He really truly believes it that there will be another civil war because the left can't handle Donald Trump. They can't, but they will incite on, you know, they will incite civil unrest. They want, well, they've already let it happen with all these protests. You see it in Portland every day. You see it in Seattle every day. They don't care about you. All they care about is their political thinking. And they think, the evil is good now, and good is bad. They're only out for themselves. They don't really care about other people, but they think they're fighting in the name of right. Yeah. So everybody needs to think before you vote. Wait for the first, at least the first debate before you vote. Uh-huh. Don't just vote off without, oh, let's see what Biden does. Don't, you need to wait to see what's going on before you put that ballot in the mail. Absolutely. And I think the first debate is two weeks from last night. So we don't have much time. Yeah, it'll be here before we know it. I've got my popcorn and my cherry Pepsi ready for that night. (laughs) You're stocked up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm stocked up on cherry Pepsi and popcorn. I'll actually be in Arizona when that debate is happening. (laughs) Well, you better watch it, Bernice. I'm going to quiz you on that one. <laughs> might not even be watching it. I might be busy. Oh, he might be busy. No, my love. Well, don't but you vote until you see a, don't oh, you vote see a debate. I'm going to go visit my fam. Oh, that'll be good. Do they miss you? I bet they do. Uh, they said, you got to come and visit. I'm like, I will soon. Oh. Mellow during a surprise birthday party for my sister the twenty fifth, the twenty sixth. Oh, that'll so. be that'll well, be it's nice. not a surprise if she sees this video. Right. I'm gonna share this video with your sister. That's <laughs> 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 oh, funny. Oh. Anybody got anything else they want to talk about? I think we did it. All right. Well yes. We did it without Rebecca. Give us a slap on the back. Yay. Good job, Kim. Kim Kim was the catalyst. I know. (laughs) That was interesting. Did you like it, Bernice? Yeah, it was good. All right. Well, you got to come on here with the subject. So when she asks you, what do you want to talk about? Don't say, I don't know. You can't say, I don't know. You got to come up with something. We can talk about, we can talk about Mickey. It was my first time. Okay, Tim. You can talk about Mickey Mouse if you want to. We'll talk about Mickey Mouse. (laughs) We'll talk about Mickey Mouse. I'm glad you talked about about the fires. Yeah, the fires. Disney Plus next time. Disney Plus. 
Oh yeah. I don't, I don't have that. Oh. You don't? No, oh I don't have Disney. Do I need to have Disney Plus? Oh, I don't know why you don't. All I've got everything's on here described. Got, they wanted to charge me thirty dollars to get that new movie. Um, Mulan. What was it? Mulan. Yes. I got Hulu, and that's all I got. Oh. So yeah, shoot. I don't pay for nothing anymore. I got 5,222 channels for $5 a month. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Yeah, so I got everything in the world to watch. If I want to know what's going on in Cuba, I go to the Cuban stand. I can't understand what they're saying, but... I go to the Cubans. Yeah, I like watching their cooking shows. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, they yeah, speak Spanish, no habla no espanol, but I can see the guacamole and when they make melanesa, that's when I start salivating <laughs> when they make melanesa. Oh. You need to buy the ingredients and then oh. do it with them. Oh, love. I could. I love melanesa. Mm. Mm. Man, I need to do the cooking show. Well, that's good. We've got the show in. That's good. Thank you so much for joining us today on Becca's World. I hope you enjoyed our episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Like. Share the video. Subscribe. <laughs>